Um, what was that? Why am I? Why is something making noises? I don't know what's it doing. Yeah, I don't know. I never know what anything's doing anymore. <laughs> All right, we better keep going, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Hi there. Happy Tuesday. It's October the 8th, 2019, and I'm Eric talking at you, as always, from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where I want people to stop saying, hey, it's just like riding a bike, because riding a bike sucks and it's difficult. Last time I did it, I fell and it hurt. So (laughs) next time you say something's like riding a bike, you're telling me it sucks. (laughs) It fell and it hurt. Oh, oh, that was so childlike. I loved it. <laughs> I fell and it hurt. Fuck you and your fucking bikes. <laughs> Stupid thing. Oh, it's just like riding a bike. Well, that means it's going to hurt and suck. I don't want to do it. I'm not doing it. Fuck that. <laughs> and I lost but a you say it's just like turning a page in a paper. That's what something nobody forgets how to do. And it's easy. Exactly. Well, it's like I was telling you the other... You get a fucking paper cut. You know what I mean? All of these sayings are absolutely uh, need to be corrected. Um, yeah. It's like so I was saying the other day when people tell you, "Oh, it's just like the back of your hand." You know, I have no idea what the back of my hand looks like. Couldn't pick it out of a lineup. It's a stupid saying. I've never. I'm looked assuming at the back there's of my skin hand. and probably a couple of freckles and some straggly hairs. <laughs> Something like that. As far as I know, probably a couple of scars. I don't know. It's time to redo all these sayings. That's, that's going to be a new department in my new government. The department of fucking fix these stupid cliches that don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cliches. Oh, that's stupid. just funny. I lost a really good pump, too. I had an awesome pump for that bike. Didn't even use it. Just lost it when I fell. It was a big hill. I didn't just, like, fall over like a pebble. It was a big hill. Uh, <laughs> traumatizing 16 years i've never tried again see i was when i was like i was younger i had this little uh uh super cycle 10 speed fucking bicycle and uh there's this bank uh around the corner from me where the parking lot the, the hill itself is like this really short very steep fucking little hill and uh it's like literally the steepest hill in all of milton and it's like about 30 <laughs> feet long <laughs> and it's a, it comes around a blind corner, too. I mean, it's just a reckless fucking hill. Uh, the parking lot is, like, halfway down this little fucking divot hill. And uh, there's this, the the the, uh, the sidewalk, which is on the top half, and the, the parking lot's, like, about 10 feet down uh, from this little grassy knoll thing. And there's this little bike path up the side that was, like, fun to ride down, but damn near impossible to ride out because it's almost vertical. And um, I was with a buddy of mine, and... We were just fucking sitting there, and this high school kid had come by, and he's like, I bet you can't fucking jump the sidewalk on your bike. I'm like, I can fucking jump the sidewalk. So I got across the park. I pedaled my ass off. I hit this fucking little grassy knoll thing at, like, top speed. I didn't just clear the fucking sidewalk. I cleared the sidewalk and the entire road and landed on the ditch on the other side, folded the bike right around my fucking leg. <laughs> the guy sees me screaming pain. He goes, oh, shit. And he took off and left me there. <laughs> Uh, is that one of the ones with the curly handlebars? One of those ten? Yeah, speeds? yeah, the, with the yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The whole bike folded around me when I landed. 
fucked my leg up, my back, my side. Oh, yeah, I had to fucking walk home with this thing half still wrapped around me. See, and I guarantee you, ninety-six <laughs> percent of guys our age have that story in one form or another. <laughs> like I've got a scar on my elbow that's never gone away from the first time I tried to ride with no hands. Um, everybody has one of those stories. So that that saying, oh, it's just like riding a bike. Go fuck yourself. Okay, it's not yeah. easy. No, and that scares, shit was traumatically fucking bad. <laughs> scares the crap out of me now when my daughter does it, um, and she goes fast too. Yeah. Daddy, look, I can ride a bike. Don't. Don't. (laughs) Drive a car, it's safer. (laughs) Get back in the Escalade, I got you. Yeah, right. (laughs) Only four-year-old with an Escalade. I'm taking the bus home. (laughs) That thing hauled ass, too. That was scary. That was a bad decision. Those Power Wheels thing, they're scary. Oh, yeah, fucking right there. They go way too fast. And it was cool. Like, it was all funny when she's out. She's like washing the hood and shit. And I'm like, ah, she's like, she was, she took good care of her Escalade, but, but, uh, it went way too fast and I didn't like it. It was better than the bike, I'd say. But basically, just uh, don't let your kids do anything ever. Cause, uh, yeah, if you let them do things, it just becomes reckless. You're a bad parent, apparently. No, it's, it's definitely scary. I can see why parents don't. Like, it scares the crap out of me. Now, I understand kids are bendy. Um, their bones are soft. That's on purpose. That's so they don't break. Um, you know, you got to let your kid get hurt. That's how they learn. But it sucks. Right. it sucks. And let them eat dirt. For God's sakes, let them eat dirt. Good for their immune system. Yeah, she wasn't much of a dirt eater, but she she gets dirty. She doesn't eat it, but she gets right down in it. And <laughs> Lord knows she's been sick so much in her life that she's got to be immune to just about everything by now. <laughs> I ate dirt by the truckloads. Half the reason why I'm still fat. <laughs> oh, yeah. That shit doesn't break down your system, apparently. It just sticks around for the next 40 years. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah, but I, I, I could still probably go for a handful now and then. Yeah, well, why not? <laughs> Every once in a while when I start feeling like under the weather, fuck, I need some dirt. Right? Yeah. Rub some dirt and go back to work. And I that's, see, I got the best dirt because I go to the cemetery, so it's like you know, really well fertilized. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. Um, I just I just got asked if I could keep it down. Um, I'm not sure that I can, but I will try my best. Um, there's there's really not not much I can do about it, but um, we'll try to make it short and sweet. Um, so yeah, where were we? We were eating dirt. I fucking hate today. Well, since we don't have a whole lot of time, let's let's cut to the chase on a couple of things. Sure. Did you catch any of the uh, debate? I didn't. I've only heard the highlights. Um, oh, I didn't manage to see any of it. I didn't catch it. I didn't watch any of it. I only listened to the highlights, and I have never been more embarrassed to be a fucking human being than I am right now of listening to the fucking debate. Was this the French-speaking debate? No, this is the only English-speaking debate that they're all a part of. There's I one see. more debate. There's one more French debate coming up. I understand. And, uh, I mean, the fact that they spent the most of the time, there was, like, what, seven or eight um, moderators? <laughs> and even with that many moderators, they still couldn't keep these fucking yahoos from talking over each other constantly. No, yeah, they never can. Yeah. And it was uh, one big thing I'll say about it, though, is holy fuck, was it heartless. The, really? the, the attacks on Trudeau were insane. 
Sheer was brutal. I mean, just fucking brutal. That's you're a liar. You, you don't deserve your position. You're you're a, you're a two faced. You're such a liar. You don't even know how many times you went blackface. And you know why? Because you wear so many masks. Oh, wow. it was, oh, it was brutal. Um, not only was all that quite genius and I mean funny enough to sort of listen to, but um. After listening to the highlights and they're discussing a bunch of the shit about this, uh, they add a, a, a fact checker, which I'm going to come up to another thing about this because this is the point oh, wow. of my life. Now, the fact checking was fucking hilarious because it was an argument between Sheer and Trudeau about climate. And Trudeau talked about how they're 75% of their way to the Paris Accord Agreement. Uh, they're well past uh, where they should be, and they're very much on the way to hitting the, the full mark. And uh, Sheer just jumped down his throat, calling him a fucking liar and said, no, we are nowhere close. And you've got this and you actually haven't done anything. The numbers are no, you. Your, your numbers are dismal to this and this and this. And he goes on and on and on. So they start back checking it. So Trudeau's claim was that there was 75 percent to the course, uh, the course or the Paris Accord Agreement. Now, right. what's funny is that. They actually, the, the carbon footprint in Canada, since Trudeau has been in power, has actually gone up. I could, it, that doesn't surprise me one bit. So it not only has it not gone down by the 75% that he claimed, but it's actually gone up. It's supposed to be at 200,000. Trudeau is saying it's closer to like 350,000. It's, it's actually sitting over 750,000. <laughs> So that's pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so, um, oh makes perfect God. sense. Yeah, it was amazing. So after listening to all these yahoos, now the best thing is, is while Sheer and Trudeau were at each other's fucking throats, screaming and yelling each other, all you hear in the background is Jagmeet Singh just go, and this, folks, is a reminder that you don't have to vote for the denier and the liar. You can vote for others. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well done, sir. <laughs> and as good as that is of him to do, um, ultimately that could really just put Andrew Shear into power. Which is exactly what they're saying. They're basically saying that any vote, every vote that the NDP gets is basically just uh, two votes for, uh, for uh, the Conservatives. Yeah, that's true, especially in Quebec. I, I don't know how it's going to play out in Quebec. Um, you know, I, I heard he, he kind of stumbled on the Bill 21 thing. And, uh, Who, Jagmeet? No. Yeah. No, he, his whole thing, like Trudeau stood up for his thing. Trudeau said, look, I'm not going to get involved. But if it goes to the Supreme Court, then yes, we'll get involved. Ja or no, if it goes to a certain level, then, then I'll get involved. But I'm not getting involved yet. The conservatives flat out said, we're not getting involved at all. That's their fucking deal. Let them deal with it. Uh, Jagmeet said that he won't touch it, although he doesn't agree with it. He's not going to touch it unless it goes to the Supreme Court. He right. says if it goes to the Supreme Court, then he'll get involved. Yeah, and the only thing that Elizabeth May talked about was the environment. She talked about absolutely nothing else. Yeah, she's, um, she, I don't know what the hell she's doing right now. She's uh, lost it. She's done. She's yeah. officially done. When you have only one thing to talk about, you're useless. 
Yeah, exactly. And she's, uh, I don't know what happened. Um, if she's unhappy with her party or she's unhappy with the system or what, because she was looking great in the off season. And yep. then uh, now the playoffs are here and she can't fucking shoot a puck. I don't know what the hell's wrong with her. She's the Maple Leafs of fucking political parties. Exactly. Starts off super strong. They're going to win it this year. And oh. <laughs> Uh, uh, the, the other is, great go ahead when you, when you do this kind of damage that she is doing um, that's not just in your term that's going to take two more elections to, to even start to rebuild oh so yeah it's, it's fucking them over for the next 12 to 20 years no absolutely yeah the green party's done for I, I pretty much say the green party's done for life now anyway just back real quick when we could get to it bill 21 is a really touchy interesting one for me um because at first glance, you want to say, oh, it's racist and stupid and it shouldn't be a, a law at all. But on the other hand, I'm not particularly a big fan of religious uh, symbolism in my face. Okay, first of all, it's not re- it's not racist at all. It's got nothing to do with race. It's religion. Well, you can say that. that but makes it, you can call it sacrilegious. You cannot call it racist. It's, because it's not against one particular race. It's It's against all of them. Well, that's a semantic argument, though, really. I mean, ultimately, it targets Muslims and, and Jews the most. And Sikhs. Uh, they're not allowed to wear crosses around their fucking necks and have them showed, shown. If that's you wear fine. a cross around your neck, it's got to be tucked in your shirt. You're not allowed to show it. It's nobody, against all of them. I, I, I'm aware it's against all of them, but ultimately, it's not. Because who wears a giant cross the same that you could, only other than the Pope, no one wears something you could compare to a turban. Well, if a whole, priest were to show up into fucking court, the priest is not allowed to wear his priestly uniform. The whole thing was uh, a, a reaction to the burqa to begin with. So it was very one-sided when it was introduced. Yeah, it's true. Um, they, they figured out the legal wording so they could get around um, lawsuits. But ultimately, we know what it's about. No um, turban wear, no burqas. Yeah, that's pretty much what they're aiming him for, and uh, I, no, I, I would think Singh would uh, be pretty uh, adamant about that, considering he's he he's when a big he when guy. he showed yeah, but when he showed up there, he took his turban off. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he oh, did it. He did it right on. There's an interview of him on a Quebec thing where he he undoes his entire turban, unclips his hair, and lets his hair out. He's got this beautiful long thick hair. Oh yeah, they always do. Um, that's, uh, I didn't realize he had done that. That's good for him. And I, th- yeah. I think it, it's fair for, uh, the prime minister to not weigh in on po- po- uh, provincial, uh, policy. That's, yep. um, no, it's not. Well, they close your door and do your work. There's 10,000 people listening. Keep it down. From the lady yelling, you got balls to tell him to keep it down. And that was one of our big fans. Um, we can wow. make it 10,001. For a fucking lady who's got balls to sit and tell you to keep it down, she's being awfully fucking loud about it. That was kind of the wrong way to go, wasn't it? But I got a funny yes, feeling I might have now security's involved, so this could be a thing. This might be just over now. It could be. Um, I can move on real quick and go somewhere else if need be. Jesus. Um, fucking people. I didn't think I was... Station in the background. I didn't think I was being particularly loud. I was trying not to. Yeah. Um, 
What if you have a jacket over the back of your head and just stuff your face over something? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really have much of a jacket. It's I blame Apple once again because I bought another iPhone and it has been nothing but a nightmare. Fucking Apple. Never um, surprised that. I don't know what. It's it's great. It's in good shape. Everything's fine, but the screen doesn't work and that's the, the problem. It doesn't matter where you touch on the screen. It just does whatever it wants. Oh, my God. Um, so while we're waiting to see what happens with security, right? I heard this spectacular follow-up to this, and I have never heard of an interview go so horribly wrong about a new app in my life. It was amazing. Uh, this guy has invented this new app that actually is its like the Spotify of lies. Um, if you're listening to someone talk, it will tell you if what they're saying is true or not. Okay. Right? So it basically just takes, like, if you say a fact, like the guy said, oh, oh. So he turns, first he goes to turn it on, and it takes, like, a minute for the whole thing to fire up and run. The guy's like, oh, I should have told it to fire up before we started. I didn't realize it's taking so long to start. <laughs> so it finally starts up, and he says, okay, I'll show you a thing. I'm going to say something that's completely true. And he says, um, uh, the CN Tower is the tallest freestanding structure in Canada. And it goes, ding, ding, and it makes this noise. Yeah, that's true. He goes, now I'm going to make something that's completely untrue. He goes, uh, Ottawa is in Texas. And he goes, ding, ding. And he's like, he pauses. And the guy's like, wasn't that the same noise? He goes, well, yeah, but oh, apparently there is an Ottawa in Texas. <laughs> he's like, oh. Then there's misrespect yelling at the security guards. <laughs> that's that's misrespect right there. Uh-oh. Uh, disrespecting people. I, I love how this stuff comes. I just, I love this neighborhood. This is a fantastic conversation. So is she so, screaming and yelling at security over you? No, she's blocking a fire exit with her many, many carts of stuff. Oh, and they're asking her to move. Um. Anyway, uh, so anyways, there's, anyways, there's so this a lot in Texas. Going, yeah. So this guy keeps going through and he starts trying to prove that his thing works and it keeps coming up and giving like wrong answers. Every time he said the word no, it would ding to say that he was wrong. (laughs) And it kept going ding, 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 ding. He's like, no, 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 wait, no, wait, we just, it's, it's overloaded. No, no, my app doesn't work anymore. (laughs) He goes, all right, we're just going to cut this interview back. Those used to be my favorite episodes of Dragon's Den, especially the oh, apps. It was amazing. I could not stop fucking laughing. It was just this thing, because it's supposed to have three specific things, and one of them is to say yes, one is to say no, and one is to say that there is some partial truth. And uh, the way he got that to work, which was to say that uh, higher taxes means a more prosperous, or means uh, better financially for everybody in the country. And it makes a weird ding noise. And he says, no, that's that's saying there's a partial truth because some people say it's true and some people, some economists say it's true, some economists say it isn't. There's some truth to the statement, but is is it really going to help absolutely everybody? No, not necessarily. It was the only thing that actually worked. The only two things that worked was that ding and the fucking CN Tower thing. Everything else went straight to hell for him. And I could not stop fucking laughing. That is awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to try to check that out. I got a funny feeling that's gonna happen the first time I pitch the podcast to a big network. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those days where the phone doesn't work and the computer's crap, and at least we can just talk 
our way through it anyway and uh, make it good. But if I ever invented something, I mean, look at our app. I've worked on that thing for a year now. It's and uh, how's it going so far? (laughs) As good as could be expected. I'll put it that way. (laughs) It's uh, going right up there with my uh, dating site and uh, everything else I try to do on this fucking computer. And our 16 websites that just never materialize. That never uh, amount of- uh, the new site. Nope. I no. announced, very proudly announced it would be ready by yesterday at noon. <laughs> Not so much, I guess. Eh? I'm working on it. I'm thinking tomorrow at noon. Yeah, sure. That'll work. Possibly. Or just <laughs> never. Who knows? Or next March. Whatever. <laughs> I need someone else to do this for us. We, I need someone to take over for me so I can focus on making this the best possible podcast. Because um, I can't handle this crap. I can. I just don't want to. I'm sick of it. Um, so, yeah, but that's how my app would end up if I if I tried to present something in an interview or, or to an investor. Um, oh, like, dude, you've got to find it. Go on the CBS fucking website or CBC website and fucking and see if you can f- see if they put put it on there. It is the most absolutely epic fucking failure. I, I've oh my god, it's just so good. I I really enjoy other people's failures, as it's, you should, because it's shit's it, funny. It's a lot of fun for me. Um, like like this woman uh, just failed miserably at life. Um, <laughs> Security's not paying any attention to uh, how loud my voice is as they drag her kicking and screaming out of the building. I <laughs> was just so... Don't you fucking touch me! Ah! You're being disrespectful and loud! Ah! <laughs> what a shock. I'm, I'm just saying, she's French. She called me Monsieur. Respect, Monsieur! <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bag and shut the fuck up for you. Why don't you try that? <laughs> uh, your consolation prize is right out that door. Oh, that was so good. That oh, was God. just great. That's what crazy people get when they're crazy. Um, and I know because everyone seems to be extra crazy right now. I'm not sure what's going on this week, but there's been a whole lot of crazy. Um, everyone at my uh, humble little commode is just fucking nuts. Well, there is a full moon this Saturday, I believe. Friday or Saturday is a full moon. So, I don't might be it. I guess. Does that really affect people? It, so I, all I know is that for me, Friday the thirteenth historically for me has always been one of my best days of the years. Really? Uh, Friday the thirteenth always just shit just always worked well for me. I usually got like extra money. Or I was just always in a better mood than everybody else. And just things just always worked in my favor on Friday the 13th. That's really interesting. I wonder yeah. why that would be. I have no idea. Oh, God, oh. she's back. At yeah, she's back. Somebody's a loser. I'm a big loser. She, oh, she, oh, yeah, she is. She's right. At least she uh, understands. Yeah, well, she must listen to the show. <laughs> Speaking of uh, your your uh, your uh, 
the you, you brought up the things going on in Sweden with the uh, fire department there and the guy who expelled them on our last episode. Yeah. Uh, the city of Vernon has lost uh, an appeal to do the same thing in uh, Vernon, British Columbia. Really? But, yeah. A fire captain and a uh, dispatcher who were having a brief sexual encounter and uh, kind of flaunting it in front of the whole station and uh, they got their jobs back and they, there's nothing that can be done about it. <laughs> um, oh, that's just great. Apparently in the fire department having sex with a subordinate while on duty is not grounds for termination. Huh. Well, I, it, it's a strange thing that as a firefighter you can't get fired. <laughs> that is hilarious. Just um, throw that bad one out there for you. That was good. That was good. I, I, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you pick up where I, where I let leave off while I'm being distracted here. Uh, you should get up there and interview her and say, "Hey, my ten thousand and now ten thousand and one listeners would like I to really know should. how bad uh, shit crazy are you?" <laughs> you know, what? I'll just give her the microphone. Here, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you uh, hear from one of your fellow fans. Apparently, she's got quite the opinion of me. <laughs> she does not need a loser like me. <laughs> uh, as she puts on her parka and shorts and uh, <laughs> loads up her 17,000 Safeway bags <laughs> um, in her three little handmade carts. Uh, this oh, is, that's just so uh, funny. I really, yeah, I'm going to take a picture. <laughs> oh, yes, please do. This has to go. Oh, let's see if I can get my fucking phone to work. Oh, no, it's just not even turning on now. Oh, the battery's dead. Okay, we are going to utilize... I'm going to send you a picture, by the way. Oh, hang on. Can we switch to a video call here? Probably. Uh, let's see. <laughs> this episode's going to shit anyway. Might as well have some fun with it. Oh, yeah, fucking might as well. Um. Okay, turn... No, I, that's not what I wanted. Let me get rid of this. Uh, get rid of this one. Okay, now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, send in your emails uh, to crazylady at ericandgord.com or gord at ericandgord.com. Um, if you want to talk to the crazy lady, I will pass on your messages for you. Um, she's kind of like a uh, uh, like a Dear Abby a good advice columnist, kind of. If you if you need an opinion, she'll she'll give it to you, <laughs> whether you want to hear it or not. Okay, I'm trying to trying to get if this you, video. If you get the chance, by the way, you've got to open up a uh, messenger. I will do so. Okay, it says videos on. Um. Oh shit, she's gone. Just as I got it going. See if I can get her. She's got to come back. She's just going to the bathroom. Um, oh, good. You got a picture of me picking my nose. Fantastic. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm abusive now. I, I, don't, I don't recall being abusive. Um, 
I don't remember saying anything abusive. Did I say something abusive? I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure I did. Oh, I definitely. <laughs> I guarantee you did. Uh, should be able to uh, see a picture over here, unless she's going down the back staircase, which uh, technically you're not supposed to do. But um, if she comes back, we will invite her to be a, a, a recurring guest on the show. Absolutely. Frankly, I just like her uh, go get them style. <laughs> That's just the kind of uh, hardcore reporting we need around here. Absolutely. She'll get the story out. She really threw me off my game. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm uh, having trouble um, remembering where the hell we were and what we were trying to say. Um, yeah, fire department in Vernon. I was all excited to tell you about that, and then she kind of crapped all over it. Um, so, yeah, so couple, he was a supervisor, she was not, and they were fucking, and they're not allowed to get fired for fucking. Well, uh, I wish the, the, whoever, their union, could go speak on my behalf at my work. And maybe get <laughs> yeah, right. Reversed. Cause, and I wasn't having sex with a subordinate, and I wasn't on shift. <laughs> I was having and sex yet- with a crazy nobody. And still got fired. The middle of the weekend. I think I got fired because everybody's jealous. Oh, probably. Really the suckers. Only explanation. They're all jealous. Uh, maybe she's not coming back. Oh, kicked uh, Oh well, that's too bad. Um, that portion obviously isn't going to make it onto the podcast anyway. Uh, because I can't do video, but I'll post it on Facebook or something as soon as I can. Um, swing by Facebook uh, if you're bored, kids, and there's a new little cute little election video there for you that I put up today. Yay! I saw that. I haven't had a chance to actually watch the video yet, though. It's just a little minute long. says, get out and vote. Um, it's kind of similar to the other, but but uh, different. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't really like the other one. It felt rushed to me, so I, I uh, went ahead with this one and made it the, the more uh, more pointed one of what I wanted. Because um, what the hell, I had nothing. I wasn't going to accomplish anything today anyway, so I figured I might as well do that. Yeah, might um, as well. Do something entertaining anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, what's going on here? I have no idea. This just, Wow. What an episode this turned out to be. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm really sick of doing this in public. I See, was, uh, you, you got used to having that private room for a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to have to talk to them about that again and see what I can uh, put together. Yeah. Or uh, right, right here uh, where I am. There's plenty of unused rooms every night. Uh, I talked to the security guards about getting me into one of them. I'm pretty sure there's a way we can arrange it. If it's not let me talk to the mic and always. Why are you going crazy here? What is going on? What's going on? I don't know. Something stupid. Uh, it's, probably, uh, it's just a combination of everything. I'm just, I'm, I'm spent. Are we recording still? Uh, I think so. This might be one of, like, three times where I actually have to edit this shit. <laughs> yeah, we're still recording, according to my side. Okay, good, because mine can't, won't tell me one way or the other. 
But it says I've got two conversations going at the moment. I don't know how that is. Oh. Or, uh, I have no idea. I don't know anymore. And I never did know. I got some good dub now. That's good. Oh, no, (laughs) that's gone. Ah, I was enjoying that. (laughs) I'm generally sick of people being rude. Yeah. It's just getting, like, almost acceptable. And I hate it. I don't understand why we put up with it. Because the meek shall inherit the earth, and the meek has decided that that is the crazy. So therefore, it shall work. I always loved the line from School Ties. I think it was one of the best lines in that movie. Where the guy says to... uh, the, the principal of the school says to Brandon, uh, what else is Brandon Fraser? He's like, don't you people have a saying about that? The meek shall inherit the earth? And Brandon Fraser whips around and goes, well, we'll see how meek they are when they do. <laughs> that's a really good line. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, it was that's such a good movie. I don't uh, think I've ever seen it. Oh, really? Oh, it's a great movie. It's big right after Encino Man, his big follow-up to Encino Man, so no, no one really knew who he was yet. About a, uh, a, a high school in the 50s that recruits a Jewish football player and doesn't tell anybody that he's a Jew. And he wins the big championship, and then everyone finds out he's a Jew. It's all terrible. They're all, like, bothered by this for some reason? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's the movie that, like, literally everybody got their start in. Uh, it was Matt Damon's first movie. It was Ben Affleck's first movie. It was like uh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Everybody who wasn't in Scent of a Woman <laughs> <laughs> was in School Ties instead. Um, it's a great movie. It's really, really well done. Hmm. And uh, had me really liking Brandon Fraser. He was a great actor up until I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah, it was either a drug debt or a hooker he wanted to suppress or something because Disney bought his ass and he started doing just garbage. I and, like Inkheart. I uh, I don't know if I ever actually saw it. I actually enjoyed that it's a movie about he doesn't read uh, stories like out loud anymore because he has this ability that when he reads stories, characters from the book come into real life but every time that happens somebody in real life gets sucked into the book that is very contrived and done a million times yeah but it was done i think it was kind of a little bit done a little bit different than the average i don't know i've never seen another one like it in a sense but it was a great movie i enjoyed it instantly made me think of cool world if you remember cool world with gabriel byrne and uh and uh who was the girl um what the hell's her name? The one with uh, Kim Basinger. Nope, never seen it. Oh, and he draws a cartoon, and the, the cartoon starts coming to life, and then he gets sucked into the cool world. Brad Pitt, very early appearance by Brad Pitt in that movie. Um, oh. Kind of similar to what you just described, but it's all about this comic book artist. Um, Brendan Fraser went on, he did uh, Dudley Do-Right. That was forgettable. Oh, that was horrible. He, he did a, uh, what do you call it, Dr. The Doolittle? Puppies. In all the mummies movies, I I, I never enjoyed. One. I didn't enjoy any of them, to be honest. And I didn't. I didn't mind them. 
I didn't see the necessity for Tom Cruise to come and do one. Just remake one. Uh, yeah, for no, for no reason, too. Yeah, there is no reason for it. Um, that's supposed to be a lead-in to a whole series uh, where they redo Dracula and the Wolfman and all of them. Yeah, and it but went I, nowhere real fast. And I think they may have abandoned the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Smart smart thing. Smart decision. They never should have done it in the first place. I think it is. I think the, the Mummy remake, that was just stupid. Um, I, yeah. And I can't believe Tom Cruise would sign on for that. He's usually smarter than that. Yeah. Um, but the... I don't think you could make a cool Wolfman movie. I'm not saying you can't make cool werewolf movies. Um, there's many of them. But uh, uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf, if you've never seen his French movie, it's incredible. Um, all about werewolves. And it's not stupid like Twilight. It's good. They kill people and they're mean. Like where- werewolves are supposed to be. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you could make like the Wolfman and make it cool. It you either have to be funny or were stupid, like campy. There's, there's yeah. no good way to make the wolf, man. You can't make it serious. Um, I doubt you could tackle Jekyll and Hyde in a serious manner and get away with it. Uh, actually, I think you could do Jekyll and Hyde in a serious manner. You actually could. You'd have to make it dark, though. Yeah. Like, you would... do it as a really dark fucking movie and just have that... the the flip side of it be real fucking evil, I think it could work very well. But you could argue that it's almost been done in like with face off and stuff like that, or or even the Hulk is basically the same story and we've raped the shit out of him. Yeah, I mean like well you gotta admit, it. I mean like to to be able to write a movie that hasn't been done already is almost impossible at this stage of the game anyways. Exactly. So, I mean, anything you're doing is going to be a minor take off of something else anyway. Yeah, so the really... trick is just to be able to make it, if you're going to do it, to make it such a drastic spinoff from what the other one was that it's not recognizable as the original. Well, if I ever finish this novel, maybe I'll have to tackle it. Yes, I agree. Um... Oi, oh, we're still going. God. What a loser you are. <laughs> Oh my God! Who needs someone to? I don't want need you to represent me. That's for sure. You loser! You. Why don't you go home? Loser you are. You're not on speaker today. You're just. Oh, in the that's headphones. a damn shame. You should put me on speaker. I love to fucking yell at this bitch. Oh my God! What a loser! What a loser he is! I. Wow. Police couldn't come up with another word. Yeah, just loser. <laughs> That's been the last hour. You couldn't think of two words. I'm I'm so much more than just a loser. Like even fucking loser. At least that would be something. Yeah. yeah. No, Nothing. Just, just loser. No. You have no idea. I'm a scumbag. I'm a I'm a prick. I'm all kinds of things. Yeah. Wait. Uh, go beyond loser. Even asshole would be fantastic. But yeah, no, just just loser. Jeez, I didn't even date her yet. Yeah, right, eh? I love yet. <laughs> uh, she was yelling at me um, because I'm so loud. I'm too loud. Um, apparently so. <laughs> uh, She's in a mood, isn't she? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I, I guess they're familiar with her. I'm, I'm not. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how I've missed her. 
Yeah, I'm not sure how you missed that. I really uh, wish we could have gotten a better picture of her because uh, she was just as attractive as she sounded. Oh, I can only imagine. Um, I, w- I would have been, you know, if she was hot, it would have been a completely different interaction right there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But she's very Cruella de Villish. I was waiting for 101 Dalmatians to rescue me. <laughs> this just, just didn't work, though. Uh, halfway between Cruella de Vil and, and what's her nuts, the Octo Lady from Little Mermaid. What was her name? The bad I, don't know, I never, I never watched was, Little Mermaid. She was fucking scary. I haven't seen this new live action one, but in the cartoon, she was a scary woman. <laughs> um, is that wrong? I don't care. She was a scary woman. Um, is that like a Me Too thing now? I can't say that. Probably. Well, probably, yeah. I don't give a shit. Although, if you said that, like, in, if you're if you're talking about like a like a, a straight white guy being evil, and that's fine. Yeah, I don't think you're even allowed to say straight white guy anymore. Oh, that's just a racist term nowadays. Yeah, I think even if if you. Uh, if you even know what a straight white guy is, you're, you're too privileged. <laughs> well, we have one running the country, so, you know. Yeah, you're, we're all the same as him now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Great. That, that's what that's, I want to be associated with. That's just how it is. It's, that's the way of the world. Straight white guys are just not kosher. <laughs> I'm Soon enough, we'll just be known as the Trudeaus. Yeah, and people are going to be doing whiteface soon. <laughs> just to mock us. And we're going to... Uh, I'll find it funny. <laughs> I'll laugh. The Wayans Brothers will be right back in business. Yeah, they'll finally be able to get another movie deal. Um, I don't know how those guys are a thing. Their uh, scary movies were awesome. Yeah, I'll give. I uh, that had to be a fluke. There, they had those were ghost written or something. Well, come on. I mean, it, all you're doing is just taking all the classic horror films and just making fun of them. We all do it when we're watching the movies, anyway. They just see, put the film. See, no, I didn't watch them, um, and I'll tell you why. They were making fun of the Scream franchise, but the Scream franchise was making fun of the Scream franchise. Yeah. That was the whole point of Scream. So yeah, all they exactly. did was uh, uh, expand they on the original yeah. point. Um, it, it was, seemed like a stupid idea to me. And yeah. um, I, I don't think I've ever... That's not true. Um, I like Damon Wayans in um, The Last Boy Scout. He was pretty cool. Oh, that was, Yeah, that was a good one. And he, him and Adam Sandler did a movie called Bulletproof. It's not generally recognized as an Adam Sandler movie. But uh, it was actually really, really well done. Hmm. Bulletproof. Yeah, I know I've seen that one. I just don't remember it. Damon Wayans is a uh, undercover cop, and Adam Sandler is a criminal, and they become really good friends, and then he busts them, and he's got to bring them in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They have to, like, cross the... I don't know, they got to walk across America together for whatever reason. I don't remember now. Um, but it was really, really good, actually. Sandler was good in it. Damon Wayans was really funny. Uh, James Caan is always a good bad guy. Yeah. Um, but the, the Wayans in general, like, I liked, I, I liked everything on, on uh, In Living Color except them. Which means uh, I, just, I basically I just liked the him. Clown. 
what was the um what the fuck was Damon Wayne's clown? What the fuck is he called? Oh, I don't remember his name. I want to say Homo the Clown, but I know that's wrong. Yeah, uh, something like that. But again, uh-huh. just uh, been done to death. Shakes the Clown, you're never going to beat it. Yeah, it's true. Shakes was Shakes was the original. Um, Homie the Clown. Homie. Homie, that's what it was. Walked around with a sock full of bricks. <laughs> he fucking whipped people with it. It was great. <laughs> I always wanted to do that. Just because uh, here we are in another, oh, we, we've got nothing, so let's talk about movies episode. You're welcome, kids. Um, the Sean Penn movie, Bad Boys, where he gets the, the pillowcase full of pop cans. Yeah. I always wanted to try that. That's a great, oh, that's a great idea. Um, Might just take that into work with me tomorrow. Fuck with somebody. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> Figure out who I'm keeps a, fucking I'm with a all you guys. Is- Whack! Lay down, fucker. <laughs> uh, I think my iPhone is fucking with our Skype. Um, I'm trying to get onto Twitter um, to uh, look something up, but it's not working. Um, but I was going to, I had an interesting tweet from my new favorite person, Sarah, all about the white privilege thing recently. No, for Christ's sakes. Uh, I love her. Yes, yeah, she is a bag of something. She is absolutely fantastic. I'm going to see if I can do it. Oh, I have something. Okay. We were on our last podcast. We were actually discussing the meteorites and, 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 and such, right? Yeah, we were. And I had another question for you regarding well, that. one of those meteors has just hit the news today. Uh, oh, really? Well, it wasn't supposed to hit. Oh, it was supposed to hit this morning at 7, wasn't it? I missed it. Uh, there's one this morning, but it's the one that's hitting tomorrow. Okay, uh, it's, it's not the... hitting us, but um, the one that did the flyby today just went by. Like, nobody seemed to give a shit about it. But the one that's coming, flying by tomorrow, it is 21 meters across. Uh, so it's basically almost the exact same size as the one that hit Russia. Was it on time this morning? I don't know about the one tomorrow. This is the one today. I'm talking about the one that's supposed to come tomorrow. I know, but I was supposed to see it. Fuck, I was up and I was outside too. And I didn't you think able to see it. You need a telescope to see it. No, I know, but I, I was supposed to time it, make sure it was on time and stuff, and I blew it. Well, you're going to have to catch the one tomorrow. Uh, now, the interesting thing is the one that's going by tomorrow, the reason why it actually hit the news is because of its sheer speed. It's traveling at 17.1 kilometers per second. 17 kilometers per second. Yeah, so that's like... Uh, here, hang on. I'm going to get the fucking thing for you because uh, it was. I, I read the article and they got, oh my God, this is fucking amazing. Uh, because I was literally just talking about this. Uh, that is remarkably fast, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, uh, frighteningly fast. And so, and this one's going to just go past us, right? As well, it's allegedly. Yeah, it's one point, uh, I think it's 1.4 lunar distances away. 1.4, so that's right so in your danger just, zone. It's just pa- it's a, a half a length uh, away from the uh, um, half a length away from, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, the moon. Right, which is their near um, parameters. Um, and yeah. this one's not supposed to hit us, but it could, right? It's 2 o'clock no, tomorrow no. afternoon. It's yeah, it's not going to hit us at all. But at 21 meters long, the space rock is similar size to a blue whale and could cause major damage if a city uh, to a city if it was hit. 
The impressive asteroid known as 2019 SL7 is traveling at a staggering speed of 17.1 kilometers per second, or 61,500 kilometers an hour. See, that uh, that analogy just makes me think of when um, in Nova Scotia they blew up that whale. And yeah, I want right. to see it again. I would, like if it was a blue whale hurtling towards Earth, I I think it was awesome. Yep. I want to see that. Um, that's a bad... Uh, that's not a good... Uh, analogy to use because frankly i think everyone would kind of want to see that i don't know no one's going to admit it because you're supposed to love the whales and save the whales and everything you know save the whales save the whales. but come on everyone oh. wants to see one hurling towards earth at 17 miles per second <laughs> uh so by the way the actual uh apparently i actually had it wrong when i first read this thing before That's the surprising. actual ask the astronomical unit um Space Agency states that anything which comes within 1.3 astronomical units in AU is classified as a near... What the fuck does NEO stand for? A near okay, well, first of all, uh, before you're too hard on yourself, you weren't wrong because I didn't... I, I asked your... What you said was near. Like, I know I, I said um, what I what, what I wanted to know what their definition of near was. But ultimately, I was just... I was asking for yours because we couldn't find theirs. So you weren't wrong. You were just giving your... Your definition. Well, no, I did look it up, but I read it wrong because um, I, I discovered that later last night. Um, it's not the distance. Uh, there's the one lunar. That's like one of the measurements for what's considered an, a close impact. So there's two. There's a close impact, and then there's the NEO, which is the near-Earth object. And a near-Earth object has to be, be uh, 1 AU is the distance between the Earth and the sun, which is 150 million kilometers. 150 million kilometers. Yeah. And this particular rock is 538,162 kilometers. Huh. So well within uh, an AU. Sorry, can you repeat? 150 million kilometers. Yeah, 150 million. That's the distance between Earth and the sun. And that is what they consider near. That is uh, anything that is within one AU or one point three AU, which is what? What is an AU? An AU is an astronomical unit, which is one. Uh, one AU is the distance between the Earth and the Sun. Okay, so that is an AU, one hundred fifty thousand yeah. kilometers. No, one hundred fifty million kilometers. Yeah, that's what I meant. I no, sorry. Yeah, um, that is. I don't think that's very near. No, that's right. not. But in the grand scheme, when you figure, like, if you were to say, take the same thing of, like, say, anything within, say, uh, 150 miles of my house, and instead of something being 150 miles from the house, it's literally only, say, five miles from my house. Yeah, or 50 well, miles from the house. That's pretty, that's a lot closer. I guess you're, uh, when it's going 17 um, miles a second, that kind of changes things, too. Kilometers. We're not American. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Eh? <laughs> I just say miles because I don't even think they're a real thing. No, uh, it's just it's a good thing. That's it. You know, I, I measure in Canadian inches. I, uh, I don't I don't. I can't do that. I have to do both systems um, just because that's the way you, you're trained as a bricklayer. Um, you have to be really sharp on, on both. Um, and I'm not. I'm really not. No. Um, 
I got better as the years went on because you have to, because they'll throw you off. One bricklayer will be, he'll tell you, oh, go cut me a four. And you know that's a four inches. And then one guy will say, oh, go cut me a 90. And you're like, that's a very large brick. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, but he's talking millimeters. <laughs> um, a very small one. <laughs> uh, but you have to know that that's the same as four inches. You have to be quick with that shit. Uh, so I'm pretty good at both, but I still, I don't, I, when I say miles, I just say miles. You know what I'm talking about. I'm, I don't need yes, a mile. I just like to say that just because it sounds funny. And the whole uh, thing doesn't make sense to me anyway, because like a mile in speed is 1.6, but a mile in distance is 2.2 and shit. It's, it's a stupid, they should get rid of it. So right now, NASA is currently studying asteroid Bennu. Bennu. Um, yeah. Uh, B-E-N-N-U. Uh, where it's... Do you think it's Bennu? Bennu? Maybe it's Bennu. I don't like know. Like and Bennu? Maybe. I'm going with Bennu. Okay, so, so Bennu. Asteroid uh, So they've sent ast- asteroid Bennu. Uh, they sent a spacecraft called the OSIRIS-REx spacecraft. That actually arrived in orbit of this uh, particular asteroid. I remember the Osiris. That's right. Now they're following it because the thing is about 500 meters in length. That's pretty big. And they say that the fears that the asteroid, which has the potential to wipe out a country on Earth, could hit our planet within the next 120 years, with the next close flyby in 2135. 2135. Well, we won't be around for that one. No, we will not. If we are, then I really pity the fucking world. Uh, that's funny. Um, sorry, I was just uh, reading a, a tweet from Justin Twitter to... <coughs> excuse me. So, 2135 is our next. So, there's no hope of this one doing anything tomorrow, eh? No, no, no. It's just going to zing past us on the outside of the distance from the moon. I uh so you you won't be able to see it with the naked eye because the thing is barely visible as it is. Um it was only discovered uh it was just discovered I think um a matter of a month ago or not even. I would really like it if they were wrong. And you know what chances are they are cuz they usually are about this stuff. Um It'd you know, be I know, great to find out they as an oh trajectory's wrong. Yeah, it's gonna hit Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, it, well, if it would just nail, um, uh, you know, <laughs> like Saudi Arabia or not even like like right in the smack dab in the middle of Syria would be fine. Well, you don't have to worry about Syria anymore because isn't uh, Turkey about to wipe that out of the map now? Uh, they're claiming to, yeah, yeah. Trump's pulled um, out his fucking troops and everybody's up in arms, even though. Trump said he was going to take the troops out of there a long time ago, and now he's just doing it. Now everybody's all up in arms about it. But these I are the love... same people who say that they should have pulled the troops out of anyways. I just like, I... no matter what Trump does, everybody's fucking yelling at him. It it doesn't matter what... It, oh, music just came on for no reason. Thanks, Apple. Maybe <laughs> this is just Apple fucking with me because of the podcast. I, they're like, we're going to fuck up this guy's iPhones every time he buys one. Um, they can do that. Or fucking buy one. Um, you know... It's funny because when we we're having these conversations, oh, Turkey's going into Syria and and uh, Libya's backing this and that. Oh, didn't we take care of all these? Wasn't that the Bush years got rid of all these leaders that were doing this stuff, and those countries weren't a problem anymore? And now here we are, twenty years later, and absolutely not a fucking single thing has changed. Yep. Yep. And 
Trump's whole thing is, is he, his whole thing is, it's just a matter of uh, pulling them out and basically just saying, look, countries need to fucking, uh, countries need a fence for themselves and not just rely on the U.S. for everything. And uh, you know what? I'm right there with him, but uh, I, I don't understand why we were there in the first place. Just and to that's pull, what Trump's saying. Um, just to pull people out and, and have no, there's, there's nothing. Those wars were simply wars to, to create wars. No, this was one of the only particular wars that almost had a purpose, though. Because this particular faction of war was a matter of trying to stop ISIS very specifically. And tens of thousands of Kurds have stepped up to fight with the U.S., and tens of thousands of them fucking died doing this um, under the hope or under the belief that the U.S., once ISIS was stopped, that the U.S. would continue its presence and use its diplomacy power but to... But it's still misguided, because if you're going to stay out of Yemen, then you're not solving a problem. If you're going to stay out of Saudi Arabia, you're not solving the problem. And it, it, that's, we're, we're just perpetuating it. And now we're nowhere, we're, we're nowhere closer than uh, any other country that's ever tried to dominate in that area of the world for the last 4,000 years. It's just become... It's a joke. We were supposed to be the ones who actually did something. And now this has been going on since, well, the first desert storm, I was, I believe, what, 12? Yeah, I was in um, like 80, fuck, 87, 80, 88, 89, 80, somewhere like 88, 89-ish. And it's been going on since then, so pretty much our entire lives to no resolution whatsoever the same leaders are doing the same shitty things the ones that aren't dead but they're pretty they're uh they're uh the, the ones who have stepped in to take on for them are doing the exact same fucking things it's desert store started desert store desert storm started in 1990 was it 90 i would have yeah, august 2nd 1990 i don't remember much from back then those are rough years for me that's what that's what google claims that was this the world gone topsy turvy. Those are the years the Blue Jays are winning World Series, and we thought we could take over the world because of that. And all we've done is spend an astronomical amount of money uh, to get us to exactly where we were when we started. And somehow we keep mobilizing uh, these countries just so that we can go and attack them twenty years later. Yep. Like that's this. It happened with Iran and Iraq, um, Pakistan and, and Afghanistan, and and now we're arming Syria, or I'm sorry, uh, we're arming Saudi Arabia with all of our good weapons, so we can go in there with shitty weapons and try to stop them one of yeah. these days. It's almost like <laughs> it's intentional. Which it pretty much is. Yeah, it is. Um, but why are we not just exposing this for what it is and putting a stop to it? Like it, it's ridiculous. That, and I've got family members uh, who served in Afghanistan, young, young veterans. They're veterans. They're ten years younger than me. That bugs the shit out of me. Yeah, but I thank them both wholeheartedly for their service. Um, I know it wasn't easy. I've heard a couple of stories, um, not many, because as most veterans, uh, they don't really like to talk about it. Um, I definitely couldn't do it. I know that for a fact. That's why I've never tried. Oh, oh my God, I have a story. And this okay. relates to this. Um, while I was getting, so for those of you that don't know or don't 
care. Whatever I got, I, I got my, I did a sleep apnea test last night. You did? I forgot to ask you about that. Yes, I did. So the pictures I sent you is the pictures of me all wired up. Just Okay. So you get to see what I look like when I was all wired up. Um, the guy who was doing the wiring up, a uh, really nice guy. I uh, had a great little conversation with him. He's a really, really nice dude. And uh, we got shooting the shit. And he told me a fucking story last night that literally it actually almost brought me to tears. Um. Uh, Sorry, just before you, uh, I was yeah. talking talking about Bill C twenty one there, um, the latest from Sarah, my favorite uh, t- uh, uh, new friend of ours, says I've just seen a gay couple sharing a ham sandwich, and you're telling me Islamophobia is not on the rise. <laughs> That's a bag of special. That's what that is. That is fantastic. All right. On with, uh, we'll end, we'll come close to ending with Cord's awesome story here. This this is intense. And I got to admit, this is going to end it on a pretty intense fucking note. That's um, we could use an intense ending for a change. I kind of thought so. So, we we're talking about the whole small world phenomenon. And he goes, I've got a fucking story for you. He says that um, in his, uh, Years, this uh, this guy is he's uh, oh, fuck a backbiter backstory. The guy's an American, born and raised in the U.S. Um, uh, from like the Midwest, U.S. I guess, um, and uh, moved up to he went to school in Canada. Now he lives up here. He's got a wife and everything else, and um, he's been up here for six years now. And uh, a couple years ago, um, he was wiring up this fucking old guy who suffers from P- T- PTSD. Um, from his time when he was in uh, uh, in um, the the war, uh, was it World War One with the Japanese? World War Two with the Japanese? What the fuck? Two. World War One, two with the Japanese. Um, yeah. and um, he was telling the story about how he had um, they were on this. There, he was he was a naval guy, and he was on his uh, ship, and all of a sudden they got word that a bunch of suicide bombers were coming in. So they run out to the deck of their ship, and as they're standing on the deck of the ship, they're watching all their ships around them, all having planes fucking slam into them. And they looked up, and there is a fucking plane coming directly down towards them. Okay? Wow. And they're literally waiting, because they're like, there's nothing they can do, they can't get to their, everybody's just sort of like, they're just sort of stunned, standing it's him and this other guy are standing there, just fucking floored. And this fucking plane is coming straight down at them and literally at the last second the plane veers off and flies away doesn't actually go through with it and flies away and he's been dealing with ptsd because this because he constantly every time he closes his eyes and stuff he constantly sees and relives that moment yeah which is really intense right like i mean that's your fucking eminent death you're fucking seeing right so this thing is happening so fast forward to um I think he said it was like um, like, a, like three years or two two or three years before this. Um, this gentleman who lives in lives in Milton um, was at a bar one night at at a Legion bar, and he's at the bar or no, he was not a Legion bar. He's just sitting at a bar, and um, he was sitting out with a couple of other older guys, all from the same sort of era, um, and they were discussing war stories and. 
this Japanese guy comes over and he sits down at the table. So they're all just sort of shitting there, shooting the shit and talking. And this guy regales him of the story of the fucking, this traumatic thing of this fucking plane coming down, the plane veers off. And all of a sudden, this Japanese guy starts fucking bawling his eyes out and starts kind of freaking out. They're like, what's going on? He goes, I was the, I was that pilot. No way. It was the, he was the actual pilot. He says, I couldn't go through with it. I just, I couldn't do it. I, I could not just kill myself in the name of somebody else's work. And I veered off and I couldn't do it. He goes, and I flew my plane back. I hopped, I got home and I basically got off the base and ran away. And he would have to. Yeah, yeah, he would have to. He basically defected out and he ended up, he and the guy lives in fucking Milton. Jesus. And the two of them ended up at the same bar at that night while this guy happens to be telling that very particular story and runs into the fucking pilot that he's been dreaming of for the last 50 fucking years. And so did he at least punch him in the noodle for... No, they are actually very good friends right now. How do you be mad at the guy? The guy fucking saved his life. Yeah, but he also scared the shit out of him for 50 years. Scared the shit out of him, sure. But the funny thing, but what they bonded over was the fact that this guy got his plane got so close that he saw the faces. Really? And that's what got him. Because when he got down close enough where he's like where he could go start seeing the actual people, and when he veered away, he saw the two guys standing on the deck staring at him with this look of shock and fear. And he just and he pulled away. See, that's that's um, where I see myself. Uh, to be honest, I, I no number one, I hate getting hurt. It sucks on so many levels. Um, I don't like pain. I don't. I wouldn't do well in a worse situation just for that reason. But I also, I could not kill someone just because I was told to. Like if you do something shitty to me or something, I'm sure I could muster it up. But if, these guys never did anything to anybody. You know, they're just dudes. And they're out killing each other for no reason. Um, yep. I I don't think I could do that. I could. Absolutely, um, I, I wouldn't be able. To, it wouldn't be much of a problem for me. I I I couldn't. I I just don't see myself killing someone for no reason. Um, especially they, not for like. Look at our government. You're gonna go to war for our government? Fuck no. No. But if you're looking at it under the guise of you be- if you believe that this that the, who you're going out to could be to your welfare at home, then I could understand that. Like the Japanese were that made sense for the Americans because well the Japanese attacked they, the they attacked America. Yes, that made so that makes sense. sense. So I mean I get why everybody in America would rally up and say yeah fuck this I'm going to fucking war fuck these guys I get it. With that all the uh, reparations and apologies we give, people tend to forget that little part of the story. Yes. Um, sorry, it's just, you know, we make a lot of apologies to the Japanese for what was done to them. And, and sure, it was the, it's never been done to anyone else. It was a terrible thing, blah, 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 blah. But people tend to gloss over the fact that they started it. Yeah, the U.S. did not start that fucking war with them. Um, that happens a lot. The only, it's probably one of the only wars that the U.S. didn't fucking start. <laughs> uh, yeah. But we do that 60, a lot. We apologize for a lot. Like, like you think uh, the the native people, the first nations people in Canada, were just going to sit there and make beads and mukluks if we had not attacked them? 
we were going down in a big, big way. Oh, yeah. Don't want to uh, ruin the history books for anybody, but they were not peaceful people. They were wiping each other out at a rate just as fast as we could have. Um, and they would have done the same to us. Which is why the which is why the quote unquote white invaders hired the fucking um a lot of the uh, the the who's it the the Mohawks to to wipe out all the other Indian tribes because that's what they were already doing and they were really good at it exactly um so and same with the Japanese they would have kept coming yeah. hard fast um yeah. and probably would have uh, accomplished what they were attempting to to be honest oh probably yeah. Um, so, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there, but... No, but that was it. It was, uh, just a fascinating fucking story. Just the fact that, you know, here's two guys that literally live on the opposite side of the planet and, like, however many years ago that was, fucking 70 fucking years ago, whatever it was, um, actually became face-to-face as the two guys who have been dealing with the trauma of basically almost seeing each other's faces of almost their own imminent death and then coming face to face with each other afterwards going to like the white, the one guy's like, well, I'm, I'm thankful you didn't do it because I would, I would have died. And so what did you, and he goes, I'm thankful I didn't do it because I would have died. I wonder how many of, uh, I know there's, there's been several stories of like, um, you know, guys going to Japan and talking to people they fought against and stuff. I wonder how many people do that and how much it really does help them. Um, because I've always said, like, Afghani dudes, there's there's guys over there. They're just dudes. They're not terrorists. You know, and these people, they, they go to work every day, just like you. You know, they go, they drive their hour and a half to work. They put in their shitty job. The only difference is they don't know if there's going to be a home when they get back. Every yeah. day they go to work with that on their mind. Like, that's got to fuck with them psychologically. You would assume um, so. I wonder if my family's dying today. Like, you never think that, right, about your family. Um you know, your, your, your partner and, and her children, um, you, you, you've probably never driven to work and thought they might be dead tonight. Yeah. You know, and just the fact that there's guys that have to think that way every day of their lives. It's, it's horrifying to me. Um, I'm not talking about the scumbags who, who, uh, you know, throw grenades at innocent soldiers. I'm talking about the ones who are just guys just trying to get through the day like everybody else. Um, those are the guys I would like to go talk to. If I were, yeah. you know, if I could, those are the guys Eric and Gorge do our, like, uh, when we do, uh, what do they call it? The SEO tour. It's not SEO. What is it? Yeah. I don't know what they call when it. When the celebrities go over, you know, like Bob Hope takes the comedians over and they entertain the soldiers and shit. Uh, Eric and Gorge are going to do that. You know, one of these days. Absolutely. Um, that's actually a really big thing. Um, who just went, I think it was Will Sasso went. Oh really? Um, yeah, it's like a super honor to be asked, and it's a it's a cool thing to do. Hmm. You just go over and do a comedy show in the tent, and you know these guys are in a hundred and fifty degree fucking sand filled tents for ten years, and then they come home to find out it was for no fucking reason whatsoever. See, that's the that that's 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 the tough thing when you find out after that you thought you're there for a very solid reason. It turns out you weren't. That's, that's got to yeah. suck. Well, look at how many Vietnam vets had to go through that. And, uh, the one really decent Oliver Stone film, in my opinion, was, uh, born on the 4th of July. Oh, really? You, you, you didn't like the, um, the, um, Pearl Harbor one? No, you didn't like that one? You know what? I never saw it. 
You never saw Pearl Harbor? I did not. I, I was going through awesome. a big anti-Eflac thing for a while. <laughs> it's an awesomely terrible fucking movie. Oh, I'm sure it is. It's uh, so fucking bad. Just a stellar cast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, what's, what's it's got Ben Affleck. Yeah, and what's her name? Who is the? She's really good looking. She's actually Australian, but I don't hold that against her. Um, I can't think of her name now. She's pretty, but she's terrible in everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, still I can't think the, of her name from the now. Ring, and uh, uh, she's in tons of shit. And yeah, no, I can't think of her name. Bad stuff. She was in that King Kong, that really bad King Kong movie that Jack Black did for. I don't know, Coke Debt, probably. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't think of that bitch's name right now. That's a, you know, I just, I always assume now, um, because that's what lit- legit happened to Eddie Murphy. Um, yeah. Disney bought out his, his problems, and then he had to do a bunch of shitty Disney movies. <laughs> um, now, he managed to recover quite nicely and come out the tail end of it, but I just, now I assume that's what all... Whenever an actor does a shitty movie like that, I just assume that's why. They owe Disney money. <laughs> yeah, it's pr- pretty much bang on. Um, just look it up. Like, <laughs> here because I, I, for some reason, can't get into her account. Yeah. So I looked up. It says the account's been disabled. But I believe that was um, Tara Tara's account that has been disabled. <laughs> but Sarah, she's she's got all kinds of good stuff up here. <laughs> she does. Uh, Alright, we gotta end this. I'm fucking tired. I'm exhausted. I gotta go to bed. Well, this was an absolute throwaway of an episode. And, oh, I thought this was a great episode. Um, sorry we, for, every- we did. We covered what a loser I am, and that was very important to get that out yeah, there. That was very, very important. We will I've been try wondering have, all this time, and now I know. We will try to have her back on the next episode, which I'm hoping is tomorrow, but I don't know. <laughs> um... If it is, it'll be around this same time, and I, it'll probably be the same platform, so we'll just uh, meet up here. I'll, I'll be ready for you this time. I won't make you wait. All right, perfect. And, uh, okay, kids, I apologize for that. Um, <laughs> we'll come back and do it again tomorrow. I'll try That's to be it. somewhere else. Um, until then, take care of each other. Don't start wars. I don't know. That that was gay. With dick. With, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Don't start Don't wars. Don't start wars because of dick. Starting <laughs> wars is like riding a bike. Uh, <laughs> how's that? Real easy, real easy to do. <laughs> it's just like riding a bike. Yeah. If you get injured, it's pretty much the exact same analogy. <laughs> All right, hey. You have a good night, sir. Right, you too, my friend. I will talk to you tomorrow. Yes, you will. All right, man. All right.